I want to welcome everybody back to the crazies. This is episode three. Um, I know it's been a while. I've been trying to get to this one um, for a couple days now, and I finally got to it. And I'm actually kind of excited. I just I just feel good. I should say that I feel really good right now. I want to start by saying that. So on the same note, I hope everybody's feeling good. I hope everybody's chilling. Right. And we're just all here for growth and development, you know, GD. But today I wanted to talk about something um, that I wanted to feel like I felt like I should bring my attention to. Um, and that's the, 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 the community as a whole with dealing with identity, um, AKA identity crisis, having an identity crisis. Um, I feel like it's definitely an identity crisis going on, on different levels. So, right. That's why I wanted to talk about it because it's easy to say identity crisis and make it seem like people are lost and confused, right. Which is by definition, what that means, but, um, it's, it's kind of, uh, woven into, um, a, a set of layers to each one. Right. And so each one kind of has his own level of identity crisis, which is being compiled, right. Specifically for our community. Cause some people will say they have an identity crisis because they moved from America to a foreign country. And then now they're after a, a year or two of being over there, um, you know, they're just kind of confused on who they are and if they belong there or if they, or they have a home here or if the home here has forgotten about them or do they need to do something to make sure everybody know where they're from and things like that. So that's why I wanted to talk about identity crisis because for our community, the black community in general, um, I feel like we have an identity crisis on, on a lot of different levels. All right. And so I start by just given the basic definition for me of what an identity crisis is. All right. And for those who never really thought about it or looked into it, right. An identity crisis is a developmental event, right. That involves a person questioning their sense of self or place in the world. Right. The concept originates in the work of developmental um, psychologist, Eric Erickson, who believed that, um, formation of identity was one of the most important conflicts that people face. Right. So now we try to, we, we're bringing it out to a little broader level here. Right. So it's kind of like, um, how do we look at ourselves as a whole? And I feel like the things that we need to identify with, we don't, and the stuff that we don't need to identify with, we do. So I do feel like there's a confusion and one implement is how the culture is given, right? So um, having an identity crisis is bad to the development of anybody. If you don't know who you are, if you don't have a sense of confidence in who you are or a place that you belong to, right? When you feel like you just don't belong anywhere, um, it's hard to really give it your all. I say it in that sense. It's hard to give it your all. It's hard to be 100% with everybody and anybody. Right. When you're really deep down inside struggling with who you are and where you belong. And for us, it's a little deeper because um, we were put in a place in a position where we was forced to deal with that, um, you know, without any guidance or help. All right. So um, 
we want to talk about exactly how how that how that came to be. You know, we're talking about identity crisis in a sense of um, just just say the community. All right, what's one of the important elements of the community? Um, I'll say family. All right, so how family interacts with each other, right? How they go about um, nurturing a relationship, bringing a, a relationship to fu fruition, right? It might come with di different concepts that's that's contrary to your experience, right? So a lot of us just go based off our personal experience and we treat life accordingly. But um, until we able to look at ourselves in a sense, um, it's hard for us to really identify where a lot of these issues lie of why we can't nurture and have better relationships. And it gets confusing because the identity crisis in that is, um, is saying that people have to treat you by the title of a family member without actively giving you um, the actions of a family member. All right. So that's where it gets confusing that because then you just you don't know how to nurture a relationship when you don't know where you stand. Right. And that, that applies to family because we're taught one thing as a family. And then when you kind of do a little deep dive on the elements of what makes relationship. We're not just talking about family because essentially family is a network of relationships, right? It's not just about the title or just about the name of who birthed and how we're related through blood. It's about the nurturing of relationships. It's a network of relationships. Um, so family should only be by definition of how your relationships are. And the identity crisis we have with that is that a lot of us just base it off the pure titles. And as long as people um, see it as the title, they don't really have to worry about what's really being given in the relationship. So the identity should be, A, how we're nurturing the relationships. Because people, people know when you have good relationships. It's not really hard to see, right? And there's nothing wrong with having bad relationships, but it just lets you know that you need to work. So that's one of the elements I'm saying when, you, when we're describing identity crisis on layers. So family has a layer. Right. Where it's kind of come from different things. We can talk about how it comes to give you the gist of it and we can talk about how it develops and where it comes from later. But that's just the different. That's just a, the gist of the, ele the elements on a family level. We're dealing with identity crisis. And then you wonder a little bit of how we came to be in this position of having an overall. And I'll just give my opinion on that. Um, I think it was a couple different things. All right. We can definitely start with the biggest elephant in the room of course, which is slavery. Um, we at slavery was, um, slavery was, it was bad in all the sense of the, the, the brutality and violence that came with it. Right. But it was also even worse in the sense of the lingering effects that it had. And by them practicing a system of keeping us from knowing our history, changing our names, um, changing what we eat, how we dress, essentially just wiping out Everything we know about our heritage, our people, our, our great grandparents, our ancestors, any of that, right, was taken, right? So that's the pure definition of identity crisis because we went through a phase of, um, of not knowing why and, and if this would ever end or why is it even begun and just who we are in essentially. So we just went into a survival mode. Like, so who we were, we didn't even have time to really reflect and try to document anything because um, a need for survival and just doing what we need to survival. And the best thing about the resistance of our people is that um, we was able to make a culture out of that and we was able to sustain even through that. But um, 
that is that is how I feel like we found ourselves in the the biggest element of our identity crisis, but more so with that, right? Not knowing who we are. Now that also introduced another problem, which what I would say at another layer is once slavery ended and we had to really adjust to the new life here because it happened so long and it was so sp spread across generations that um, a lot of us really lost connection with our roots um, from our original culture, tribes, and what have you. So we had to just make it work for where we at. And a lot of us really didn't have nothing to our names when we left these plantations. So, um, so then what it meant to be a black person in America added another layer, right? And, and so that's how we are just bombarded with these different layers of identity crisis. <clears throat> this is why I feel like it's much more out of control than I think a lot of people um, would like to lead or like to see. Um, and that also led into like trying to figure out where we is, you know, trying to become an American, trying to feel like, all right, let's put slavery behind us. Let me just show who I am as a man. Let me show you my skills. Let me um, show you my work ethic. Um, and then we can go from there and study, uh, letting that be so we was hit with, uh, another era of Jim, uh, like Jim Crow, uh, essentially, um, which was to me was just keeping us in our place, letting us know that, hey, slavery may be over and we might say you can have freedom, but essentially your freedom is contained to what we give you. It's a box. Don't cross this line. Don't come over here. You can't go over there, which I think a lot of lingering effects of Jim Crow applies to today in a lot of different systems behind the scenes, um, i.e. mortgage, trying to get a loan, trying to get a house, things like that. Um, but that was also another layer. So now people are faced with if I identify with my black culture, then I get treated a certain way. Maybe if I identify with their culture, I'll be more acceptable, which on some levels worked because as long as you're, you're conforming to someone else, you know, then they, they probably will tolerate you a little bit more than someone who's standing up and saying, Hey, I don't care what the situation is. You're not going to take advantage of this or, you know, whatever, stand at ground in a sense. So here you are with another layer of identity crisis. You get where I'm going with this? This is another layer. And then um, I feel like religion, which is the last layer, I feel like the last layer that cement the identity crisis in our community to, to be in such a, a huge problem is religion. Because religion, I feel like, separated us from the stories and the, the nature of why the Bible is important today, uh, the elements of what made the Bible what it is, the story of the, of Jesus and God and, um, you know, the story of the people and the Israelites and everything of that nature, the importance of why the Bible is the Bible. Um, in a sense, um, the, the black community has seemed to take the, the elements of the black community out of the Bible. And now it's, it created another divide in the community where, um, the issues that plague the black community are now looked at from a different aspect as, as, as long as you're religion, religious, I should say. So if you, um, if you just look at it, a, a lot of churches do not have, um, com community programs. I know a lot of do, and I, I applaud the ones that do, but, uh, it, it could be a lot more. They just need to be said. It, it can be a lot more. Um, so the identity crisis is also cemented by feeling as though, as long as I have something to give me power, right? Something that makes me feel as though I'm doing things the right way, right? Everything that's happening to me, supposed to happen to me, and I have to kind of work my way through it. It's easy to kind of look at the, 
it's easy to kind of look at the system of racism, the system of um, institutional racism, and all these other, um, you know, sub um, underlining things that they do, you know, uh, psychology with, with psychology, you know, they use that really well with, with the influences of our culture, um, what they, what they put in our music, things like that. Not they put in, let me correct myself with that. But what I mean is what they allow us to put out and into our music, right? Because if you don't say certain things is really subtle, it's just like, ah, could you, maybe you should add this or, uh, ooh, I don't know if you're gonna get play radio play saying that. How about trying this or let's 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 get more of a party feel to it, right? This is how they do it, right? And everybody gets some people get the sign right away, and some people kind of are naive to the situation and make changes. But ultimately, it's all perpetual. It's all to kind of give this narrative of what our culture should accept, right? And I feel like religion doesn't help in a sense because a lot of people feel as though um, now the issues with racism is separated from the people that kind of maintain the system, the people that run the system and keep it going, the people that has bought into it. And I say the people, cause I'm not everybody do it, but we all know that, that a lot of people do. So for those people, um, that's who we're really talking to. Um, so you look at religion as how, if, if you're, if you're facing problems or issue, it's, you know, we can kind of work it through religion. So racism is not really a systematic problem. It's just an individual problem. Maybe if you get under the protection of God, under the blood of God and, and, and pray more and, and things like that, then situations uh, kind of don't happen as often to you. That's kind of the concept. Well, that's at least what I got. Just speaking from my experience, growing up in church, it was kind of felt as though as long as I prayed and followed the rules of the Bible, then certain things was less likely to happen to me. I would suffer less. I would have less problems. And I found that not to be true as I got older because I still ran into a lot of things as though I was doing right. So it was just, it wasn't like I didn't now believe that it didn't matter, but I was now into identity crisis. I was like, hey, what is going on? Because racism is what really is, is what keeping me back, right? It's really what's causing a lot of the suffering and pain that I have is the the effects of poverty and racism and and all these things that went on in our community for years and years and years i'm a product of that so you're telling me if i go to church then the identity crisis should um work its way out but then now i have a different you know identity crisis because religion is not teaching me about my history in a sense of where this comes from right it's just more about what we should do with it now which is not bad but that leads me to my next point if you don't know who you are, you cannot come out of identity crisis. Now that we know what identity crisis is, now that we know what some of the elements that play into it, now we just have to say, how can we combat it? And the number one way to combat an identity crisis is getting to know yourself, um, researching. Um, uh, if, you, if you love the Bible and you follow the Bible, then there's nothing wrong with doing a little bit more research on where the Bible come from. How was it constructed? Um, was these things that's put into the Bible, was it in the same nature of the original text that it come from? It's nothing wrong with that. But as a as a black person in America, as a black person in some of the places I've been around the world, um, it doesn't really matter what you worship. <laughs> it doesn't really matter where you work. You get my drift? It doesn't really matter um, if you believe in God or not. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter um, if you try to act and be try to be accepted by them. It, it doesn't really matter. 
if they don't like you and they see your skin and they play that game, you you it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So we have to do more with what we're giving to 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 us to help identify who he is. And religion can play a big role in that. Schools can play a big role in that. Us individually can play a bigger role in that. Everybody has a part. And I don't want to no longer really separate anything from the development of what we need to fight a systematic thing here, right? It's not separate. It's not individual, right? It kind of happens everywhere. I lived in, um, I, I lived in five different states, five different cities in the span of 10 years. And speaking from experience, everywhere I went, black folks was treated the same. Everywhere I went had a ghetto, had a hood, Everywhere I went had a high rate of people being unemployed and poverty. Um, a lot of them had, everywhere I went had low housing, low housing being 80, 90% filled with blacks, and, you know? So it's like, I'm, I really started to know that it's, it's a bigger problem. You know what I'm saying? Than just feeling like this stuff is individual. And that's what also um, traveling can do. You know, that's something else that can help you identify yourself. Get out and see more, get out and see the world. Um, get out and go to other cultures, experience other cultures, do your research on other cultures, because you quickly find out that you played a role, your culture played a role in a lot of things that still is current today in other cultures, um, more than you know. And it gives you just a little bit more confidence to just, to know there's more out there, right? That you can be a little different and, and, and finding yourself and well, Finding yourself could be fairly easy, but accepting, accepting it is the hard part because a lot of people don't want to just dump the belief that they um, have come to know and a lot of beliefs that probably save their lives in a lot of situations. Um, but uh, the truth will set you free for a reason, right? That's why you can't really focus on how it makes you feel. You can't really focus on what it looks like. You have to focus on the truth. You have to focus on, hey, if this if this, if I'm going to believe this with my whole heart, right? If I'm going to um, be willing to put certain um, things on the table, right? At least let me know that this is the absolute truth. And a lot of this stuff is hard to do, but most of it is not, you know? So ultimately the only thing, the biggest impact to, to helping yourself out of identity crisis is your research. Read more, um, and and get in, and more involved into any text, whatever you follow. I don't care what religion you follow. I don't care um, what philosophy, what political demographic. This is more so about your skin tone. Um, one of my favorite rappers from Goody Mob said it in one of the songs, "Black." If you're black, you in. And that's just the way it is. It's not really up to you, honestly. So it's just all about how you want to play and what you want to accept and what you don't want to accept. And accepting what's the truth comes with being able to identify yourself, being able to work your way out of an identity crisis, which is plaguing us through all, all forms of the way. Um, and the one thing that I left out far as how do we get here when I add a religion um, is actually the culture as well our music, our movies, um, things like that. Um, if you look at other cultures, right, and everybody hate to play the comparison game, but if you don't compare night to day, then how you know what is what? How you know what grows and when to go to sleep, right? So you have to compare sometimes to kind of get a better idea of what's going on and where you are. 
So if you look at other cultures, right, um, let's just take um, the Asian culture, for, for example. Um, it's a lot of things that, and I'm not saying that we have to be like them, I'm not saying that at all, but we just want to look at the lasting impacts of the data, all right? So it's, um, it's more impactful to have jobs and meaningful careers that can possibly further you and your family, right? If we're thinking about our family, right, we're thinking about longevity, and a lot of us, um, a lot of Asians, if you came in and you say, hey, I want to be a rapper or a DJ or I want to just play basketball, um, you know, you probably won't get the best reaction because they their culture is more they're pushing for more, more like, you know, with um, let's just say with career driving things. Right. Being being professional in a sense of a lawyer, a doctor. um a chemist, an engineer, right? These are the things that you would probably get. Um, but mostly what I see in our culture, um, we push sports and music as a thing. So we, you know, sport, if, if, if one of our child came and say, I want to be a basketball star, it's, it's, it's acceptable. It's like, hey, I would rather push you that than anything. And there's nothing wrong with being an athletic star, but um, it's, 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 it's a short-lived career, honestly. It's not something that I would want to push my kids to put their, dedicate their whole life to in just that sense because at, at the slightest injury, at the slightest lockout, or at the slightest uh, element of age, and you have to bow out, you have a whole life after this sport. That's why even if they want to play sports, your education will still be, and your career will be still just as important, not just the music or not just being a rap star or anything like that. So that's that's kind of how they play this game with us to help us kind of stay in the loop, right? And our identity don't have to be aligned with any other culture, but it just has to make sense, right? A lot of these, if you look at a lot of athletes, um, a lot of them have adapted to other cultures once they have the money, right? So let's just say like I heard uh, Dr. Umar say in an interview, not to, I know I'm quoting Dr. Umar right now, and that might look bad for a lot of people, but um, if it makes sense to me, it makes sense. I don't really follow nobody just off their popularity, but I kind of listen to them. Everybody say stuff that I don't agree with, and everybody say stuff that I can agree with. And what he said about a lot of NFL players, a lot of people who are coming to a lot of this money, is that they are now dating outside of their culture. So when something happens to them, when they die, pass away, that will, that money is now left to their, that culture. And that, that makes a lot of sense. And is not being passed down. And we all know in the black community, uh, generational wealth is a big thing. So we can't sit here and say, oh, generational wealth is important, is important, and not look at that as an element to why generational wealth is not staying put in our communities. So those are just a couple of things I feel like overall identity crisis um, brings to the table. And if you're looking at um, something to look up for on this, more, more to look up on this, a person I recommend looking into is Eric is Eric Erickson. He's a psychologist out of Germany, and he kind of set the tone for uh, psychosocial development. And what that is is just a couple different ways to to understand how we develop into these different stages of life. Um, and our culture teaches us um, things that we use later in life as 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 we get older. So trust and mistrust. Um, things like that. So if we're taught not to trust at a young age, then it's harder for us to trust as we get older and so forth and so on. But when the culture and everything and poverty and everything and racism and everything is kind of forcing you 
to kind of just have this distrust? How can you look at a family member and separate them? Because now a family member in the same household is treating you like every. So it's hard to trust even your brother or even your sister, your mom. And that's not anybody's fault, but the development of how our culture and what is around us. But we take it out on each other instead of trying to deal with, you know, whatever is in there. So identity crisis can affect us in many ways. That's why it's important that I, I wanted to talk about this and I bring it up. I, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. If you watched the whole episode, thank you. If you didn't, please pick it back up. Um, if you feel like I should add something or you want to know more about what I'm talking about, please leave a comment, share, like. Um, I have a website, thecrazies.com. You can go on there. Um, I got some recommended books on there, things of that nature. Um, so let me know what y'all think. I really appreciate y'all tuning in, giving me some time. But, hey, everybody has a position to play. And the best way you can play it is, is knowing exactly what team you're on and exactly know how to score and what the goals are. All right? I'm just saying. Peace.